History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America. Happy Wednesday before Thanksgiving and a happy Thanksgiving early to you, your family and all of your friends. I hope you have a blessed holiday breaking bread with loved ones, as we will try to do in our family. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to kick things off with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She has a brand new book out called MTG. Yes, it is roiling the waters in Congress because it is a tell all of her first couple of years of experience in Capitol Hill. A lot of people on Capitol Hill, a little Uh, well, rankled over some of her very stark assessments, I would say. Stark is the right word. But also, she's going to react to the story that we broke last night, that there is footage from police cameras. These are cameras that were being used by an electronic surveillance unit team from the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C. The local police send surveillance teams to January 6th to the Capitol riot nearly three years ago now. And they were taking video footage. And we have some of that video footage. There's some mundane things like, oh, you see Capitol Police officers get choked up because they got hit by their own tear gas. Not uncommon in a windy day like it was that day. But then you see some other provocative things. As we've told you previously, we looked at one piece of this footage four or five months ago, thanks to Congressman Barry Loudermilk chairman of the House Administration Oversight Subcommittee, and we saw what appeared to be MPD officers exhorting some of the rioters to climb a scaffolding and go, 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 apparently towards the Capitol. Seemed to be very odd behavior for these undercover officers, at least that's what Barry Loudermilk and others who saw it at the time said. There's a new provocative scene that we made public last night. One of the electronic surveillance unit officers, at least that's what Congress believes, based on the representations of the MPD, the Metropolitan Police Department, he says to his colleagues, he's helping some of the Capitol Police officers get water because they were hit with a little tear gas, they're choked up. He helps them, he's very kind, he helps them with water. And he says, I go under as Antifa in the crowd. I go under as Antifa in the crowd. Now, it's not clear whether he's talking about at that moment at the January 6th rally or previously he was in the crowd posing as Antifa 
at an earlier protest or in an earlier episode, but it has caught the attention of Congress in a very, very big way. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to talk to us about that. Then we're going to go to another man who knows a lot about January 6th. He really started the investigation that reversed some of the false narratives and brought us some new information, particularly as it related to police intelligence and security failures. Keep in mind that Rodney Davis, former House Administration Committee Chairman, said directly that January 6th was a preventable event. By the way, the former police chief also said the same thing, Stephen Sund. But Rodney Davis is going to come join us. He's going to react to a whole bunch of stuff. He spent some time with Amanda and I the last couple of days, and you'll hear his thoughts on everything from the debt ceiling to the 2024 election, election integrity, and of course, January 6th and what is still to be learned. And then we'll finish up with one of the most important voices in politics today. He's currently the general counsel of the Republican National Committee and chairman of the North Carolina Republican Party, where Republicans have picked up enormous gains in voter registrations and voting. They went from a Democrat purple state to a supermajority of Republicans in the state legislature. Michael Watley has led that revolution. Now he's trying to help the RNC get better as well. Michael Watley will join us in the third block of the show today. So that is our lineup. It's a pretty darn good lineup going into Thanksgiving. It's a good, some good food for thought before you get some turkey, really, for Thanksgiving Day. I'm really excited. Now, a quick shout out before we go to commercial break. We're headed into the flu and cold and COVID season. Also, we're trapped indoors a lot more with the heat on. So all the irritants, all of the allergens, all the pollens, all the dust, well, it used to make my life miserable. But since I got the EnviroCleanse home air purifier system, I am at the best I've been. I got one of these about six months ago. I have had the least problem with allergies. I've had no colds, no viruses since I brought it in my house. If you want to test this or try it, I'll tell you, it is an amazing product. It's good enough that the U.S. Navy uses it to purify air on their Navy ships. Hospitals use it. It is that good. It's hospital grade. If you want to try an EnviroCleanse at your home like I have at mine, I want to give you a chance to get 35% off. You heard me right. 35% off an EnviroCleanse home purifier. All you got to do is visit ekpure.com, E-K-P-U-R-E.com. Use the code JUSTNEWS35. JUSTNEWS35 gets you there because that's the code for 35% off. Now, how many times do you get 35% off anything this time of year? EnviroCleanse is a military-grade technology. It wipes out bacteria, toxins, mold, viruses that can make you sick. And by the way, it'll protect you during the holidays, right? If you got all your guests over, the chance of a virus spreading a lot less because of the great air purification capabilities of EnviroCleanse. So right now, you'll save 35% during their Black Friday sale, plus get fast free shipping. All you got to do to take advantage of a 35% offer from EnviroCleanse, visit ekpure.com, ekpure.com, and use the promo code JUSTNEWS35. One more time, JUSTNEWS35 at ekpure.com. All right, when we come back, Marjorie Taylor Greene, buckle your seatbelt. It's going to be a fun interview right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you, because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited-time 
IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Our next guest, you also can't fool. And by the way, we would not be in this position of learning so many new things about January 6th if it wasn't wasn't for Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. She has fought relentlessly to get fairness for the January 6th defendants, to make sure Congress makes t- public to everyone, not just to the elites, to everyone, the video footage. Her tireless work has given us more transparency in the last 10 months than what we got in the first two years under Democrats in Congress. And we're lucky on this Tuesday before Thanksgiving to have Congresswoman Greene joining us right now. Congresswoman, great to have you back on the show. Hi. Thank you, John. Hi, Amanda. I love your turkey earrings. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot mine, Congresswoman. I'm sorry. I should have put them on. (laughs) They're so cute. Uh, thank you. That's so funny. Congressman, I want to uh, get to your book in a second. But first, you got a chance to watch that video footage a little bit. It's just one little uh, snippet, but it tells us a lot about things we didn't know was going on. Heck, the police chief now says, Chief Sunset, I didn't know these undercover guys were there. Why are we learning about so much stuff so t- far too late? Well, because it's been a cover up from day one, John, and I write a chapter about January 6th in my book, and I hope people order it at mtgbook.com because it was my third day on the job, and I was excited to object to Joe Biden's electoral college votes, but I had no idea any of that would happen. So I tell the inside story that's never been told before, but I also talk about the January 6th defendants and my visit to see them in the DC jail in November of 2021. And about these videos that are coming out, John, that undercover video, you know, we all know that undercover police have an important job and an important role in investigations. But my question is, is if the DC police um, and other law enforcement have been going undercover into Antifa, why haven't they stopped Antifa for all these years? Why was Antifa allowed to, to burn cities all through 2020? causing over $2 billion in damage in the BLM movement. But it was largely Antifa that instigated a lot of that violence, just like they instigated violence on January 6th. 
I've said ever since January 6th that Antifa was in that crowd. We saw them in their black helmets. We saw them in their normal riot gear. And we know they are the ones that are mainly responsible for all of that. So I think we, we're, we are owed answers. And I want our new speaker, Mike Johnson, to set up a new special committee to investigate the original January 6th committee. I want Nancy Pelosi subpoenaed, and I want answers from her, as well as different federal, federal agencies and D.C. police. America deserves the truth. And the real big lie was the lie that was told about January 6th being an insurrection. Mm, well, and Congresswoman, it... It actually doesn't surprise me if there were undercover law enforcement there on the ground that day. That's one of these these you know extra layers of protection that law enforcement sometimes provides. Whether this guy was on duty or off duty, we still don't know. But my question is, if they are going to embed undercover law enforcement on the ground there that day, why would they be undercover as Antifa? Wouldn't it, wouldn't the protective factor be if they were undercover as Trump supporters? I completely agree, and that's a great question. Why Antifa at a, a what was supposed to be a peaceful rally, uh, standing up for election integrity and the election of 2020? And I think those are answers that, that people deserve to hear, but I want accountability. Amanda, I want more than just truth and transparency, and I'm glad we got 90 hours released from the portal that has actually been uh, being built for months now thanks to Barry Loudermilk and the House Admin Committee, and actually thanks to the former Speaker Kevin McCarthy because they allowed that to happen. Um, but Speaker uh, uh, Johnson releasing these 90 hours, it's a wonderful start. We want to see more of the videotapes, but we really need a select special committee um, to demand more answers and bring accountability to those that really deserve to be held accountable for January 6th. Yeah, such a good point. I want to just follow up. Obviously, the tapes that Speaker Johnson's talking about are all the Capitol Police kid tapes, the security camera tapes. These are new tapes that come from body cams that Mary Loudermilk has fought very hard to get. At some point, I assume you support making these public as well, correct? Oh, yes, of course. I fully support it. Um, you know, and I support I supported the American people understanding Congress. And this is why I wrote my book, MTG, is I peel back the curtain so that people can hear and understand from me, not the lies in the media about me, the real stories behind the biggest headlines that they've read for the past couple of years. Uh, you know, Congress is a disaster and, and people feel the effects of it today with over $33 trillion in debt, a wide yeah. open border, and we're in, we're in a true national security crisis. Yeah, that's such a great point. First of all, the cover of your book is absolutely epic. It's like a Game of Thrones American style. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and I wanted to ask you about another aspect of your work, obviously, on the Oversight Committee and the fact that so many Americans now think that Joe Biden was, in fact, a part of, of his son's business dealings, even if it originated actually with Joe Biden and not his son. 31% uh, of Democrats, 81% of Republicans, and 59% of independents. And I think that, that you, along with Chairman Comer and others, in Congress who are fighting to get this information out there. I mean, that you guys had a huge part of that. But is that going to be one of the main things that, that folks, it, is that going to motivate people to show up next November? Because obviously having a government who has that type of corruption, that is something that concerns Americans. But is it enough to get them to show up and pull the arm? I hope so. You know, a lot of people I talk to, and, and you're back home in Alabama, so you're talking to the same kind of folks as I am. People are losing a lot of hope. 
Um, they're very concerned about our future and they think everything is going the wrong way. They know that our government is corrupt and they think politicians are some of the worst uh, in our country. Joe Biden is absolutely guilty. Hunter Biden is absolutely guilty. And we know that from the evidence we've produced through our impeachment inquiry on the oversight committee. Um, and I, I've been saying from day one, I introduced articles of impeachment on Joe Biden, his first day in office, which really led to me getting kicked off committees by Nancy Pelosi and 11 of my Republican colleagues. And, you know, that that he needs to be impeached. And I believe it's the right thing to do. Hold people accountable. That's what Americans want to see happen. And they want to see Congress stop the madness in Washington, D.C. There's no better way to stop the madness than holding the most corrupt politician that has ever held power in Washington, D.C. And Joe Biden has been there longer than I've been alive, more than 50 years, and holds the highest, most powerful seat in the land. Joe Biden is compromised, and that makes every single American compromise, compromise because of the dirty deeds and, and how he sold America out over these years just to get rich. Yeah. Congresswoman, in your book, you do such a great job of just showing how sometimes Republicans don't actually fight hard enough. They give up easy. They're like a controlled opposition, even when they're in charge. And uh, I, it's a dynamic that I know you're trying to change. The first eight to 10 months, there was all this talk, but very little action. Right? We're going to release the tapes, but they didn't really release many tapes. We're going to uh, do subpoenas. There weren't really many subpoenas. The last two and a half, three weeks under Mike Johnson, there's more subpoenas. Jim Jordan, just a few seconds ago, subpoenaed the assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf in the Hunter Biden case. That's something that's been on the tie for a while. Is there a new determination? Has Mike Johnson brought a sense of like flow and movement that hasn't been there for a while? Um, no, not necessarily. He's still setting up his speakership. It's a huge job. Yeah. He's had to hire a lot of people and, and get fully staffed out. Uh, the, the subpoenas that you're talking about, the flurry of subpoenas that have been going out, not only through oversight and judiciary, these have been planned for a time. Um, mm -hmm. You're just seeing our investigations ramp up and it needs to happen. Um, but John, you know me, I, I am one of those that I'm mad at Republicans almost as Democrats because I think we need accountability from our own party, not just strongly worded letters, not committee hearings and not news clips. We need real action. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing that from Speaker Johnson. Um, but I was disappointed in the clean CR that he rolled out and passed. Sure. That was a very bad move uh, funding Joe Biden's horrible federal government and Nancy Pelosi's budget continuing it into January and February. Yeah. So I'm hoping we yeah. see better. Yeah. I, I, well, and I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, we've got Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then on the other side is when this is going to have to be decided. Were you surprised that that CR was rolled out? Because, I mean, it's, that's Nancy Pelosi spending levels. Yeah, I was absolutely surprised because Speaker Johnson had, had voted against the last clean CR, clean CR that Kevin McCarthy had brought out. So I didn't expect that from him. And it was really unfortunate uh, we've got to fix the way things are done. Another problem that we have that was brought out after he became speaker is the same calendar problem that we have every single year, August recess, and we're out the first part of September, and then the government shuts down on September 30th. It's a calendar system of failure, and it really needs to change. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, former congressman from Illinois, Rodney Davis, the former chairman of the House Administration Committee, the man who began the effort 
to get the truth about January 6th, not the control narrative that Democrats on the January 6th committee gave us, all those intelligence and security failures that I helped break over the last two years. Well, Rodney Davis was helping to do that today. Barry Loudermilk has succeeded him at the job, and Georgia Congressman Barry Loudermilk will probably be on the show next week. He also has kept up the incredible disclosures, Rodney Davis, right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money-back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order, plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. When Congressman Rodney Davis jumped into the void, his work last year set, set up and made possible what happened with Speaker Johnson, and we're lucky enough to be joined right now by the Congressman. Congressman, great to have you on the show. Hey, great to be on. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, John and Amanda. And, and before we get started, if I could offer my condolences, thoughts and prayers to the Carter family. Yeah. It was that election that got me interested in in presidential politics. My guy was on the losing side, though. Uh, how about that? I didn't know that. Amazing. So uh, 76, it would have been Ronald Reagan, right? 
No, Gerald, oh, Gerald Ford. Ford. That's right, Gerald Ford, yeah. of course, right? Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. He, he beat out Reagan in the primary. Well, yeah, you're right. What a legacy the Carter family leaves all of us. And um, I know our prayers and thoughts are there. I want to start with what we're now beginning to absorb. There's a lot of videotape coming out. We're going to be crowdsourcing people talking. Uh, how important a moment is it? What words of caution and wisdom do you have for those who are looking at the video for the first time? Because you spent a lot of time looking through it. You know, I saw that video immediately after January 6th. Um, it's like any long event like we witnessed on January 6th. I certainly hope that individuals don't downplay the violence that we witnessed that day, that I witnessed that day. We all saw it. But there are also going to be photos and videos of people peacefully protesting. However, if they went into the Capitol, they broke the law and they ought to be held accountable. But in the end, let's make sure we figure out why the security apparatus failed that day, and to make sure nothing like this ever happens again. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Yeah, and Congressman, you know, so much of the information that came out during the, the House Select Committee on January 6th investigation um, seems to be very different from the reality that we are seeing in, in black and white in these videos. Um, and now, you know, during Russiagate, we heard so often about investigating the investigators. And now you've got Utah Senator Mike Lee uh, and Congressman Troy Nels of Texas who are calling for an investigation of the investigators, obviously, of, of that committee, uh, that Select Committee. Would you support something like that? Do you think that that is a worthy use of time for Republicans on Capitol Hill? Well, since I'm not in Congress anymore, I'll defer to the committee chairs who would have jurisdiction over whether or not they think it's worth the time that they have uh, this next year as we move into the presidential election. But the bottom line is this. Uh, the videos clearly show that there was violence. Uh, we can't downplay that. But in the end, the January 6th committee only focused on certain aspects of what happened on January 6th. And if we have witnessed that there are errors or there are mistruths or misinformation by anyone who was under oath at that 1-6 committee, then they need to be held accountable. They need to be asked why. Uh, if our Capitol Police officers who bravely defended the Capitol and all of us that day, um, if, if any of their, their former colleagues or colleagues didn't tell the truth, then we need to find out why. But we also have to ask the January 6th committee why in their final report there were out and out lies. One being the fact that my former colleague, Barry Loudermilk, took people on a reconnaissance tour yeah. that attacked the Capitol the next day. That is unequivocally untrue, but it is in their report. Yeah, that's such a great point. And we only learned that that wasn't true because you kept fighting for the truth, sir, even when Democrats didn't want to let it out. Um, I've been going through some video footage that will probably come out in the next few days. We're going to make some of it available tomorrow night. And it's the body cam footage of the Metropolitan Police Department, Washington, D.C. They respond at some point. They had a lot of electronic surveillance officers out on the scene kind of observing what was going on. And it's an unusual thing. I think a lot of Americans don't realize that there are these police officers that do nothing but just gather electronic evidence that can be used down the road. What learnings do you think that with all the different departments that responded and all the chaos that occurred on January 6th, there's still a lot of things that can be improved in the coordination between departments. What are some of the things that you'd like to see addressed? Well, well number one, we have to secure the facility. For the life of me, after the billions that we've invested over the last decade in securing the Capitol complex, I was shocked when I found out windows could be broken on the Capitol building. I was shocked to see some of the other security deficiencies 
uh, immediately after January 6th. So we have to have the architect of the Capitol. We have to have congressional leadership unified in fixing those problems. And I certainly hope that they are at this point because we put them on a path to do so before I left. We have to also understand what is it going to take to have better coordination? If intel is put forth to the Capitol Police Intelligence Division, number one, that division has to tell the Capitol Police Chief, which did not happen prior to January 6th because we knew that the intel existed, the Congress would be under attack. We have to have a better coordination of when the National Guard can be brought to the Capitol. We shouldn't wait hours. This is a problem that all law enforcement agencies knew existed prior to January 6th. And because the January 6th Select Committee decided to focus on theatrics rather than security, we don't know if this has been corrected. That's a great mm. point. Yeah, it's kind mm. of a boy who cried wolf scenario. Now it's hard to trust anything that they put out from that committee. Um, sir, you are, are so beloved by the people of the 13th District there in Illinois. And I know that you made it a regular habit to check in with your constituents when you were serving them. And I'm just curious because, you know, we're going into another election year here. And oh my gosh, calendar year in about a month and a half, less than. And there are the central themes, of course, that contribute to a candidate candidate's viability and their support among uh, their party. Obviously, the economy is going to be something that a lot of people are thinking about, border security. But there is an increasing distrust of, of the federal government. Um, maybe it's because of January 6th, maybe it's because of investigations, uh, you know, the problems with the DOJ, problems with the FBI, problems abound. And the distrust of the American people, I think, has reached a fever pitch. And I do wonder if that's something that the people of Illinois are looking at when they go to the polls to vote in primaries prior to next November. Oh, very much so. Uh, this is something that many Republican voters voiced to me over my time in Congress. Uh, they're very concerned when you start to see when you start to see federal law enforcement agencies uh, investigating Catholics and, and pro-life Republicans uh, rather than investigating violent protests that we witnessed at the Democratic National Committee just this past week right. with Hamas supporters. We have to see that justice is is dispensed equally in this country. And that is something that I hope my colleagues on both sides of the aisle begin to agree on in Washington. Yeah, that's so important. Uh, one area where there does seem to be some agreement, we've got about a minute left, sir, is uh, FISA reform. It looks like Democrats and Republicans have reached across the aisle. A lot of work going on with sometimes odd bedfellows, people who normally don't agree, but they agree on this. How important is it that the FISA uh, powers be reformed before they're uh, approved again in December? Well, as somebody who voted against FISA reforms on numerous times during my time in Congress, I had concerns that the FISA process would be weaponized. We saw that it was when an FBI lawyer, uh, Kevin Kleinsmith, right. lied on Carter Page's FISA application. Clearly, we need Republicans and Democrats to come together on this to make sure that never happens again. Yeah, so, so very important. Just a little slap on the wrist for him. Sir, very quickly before we go, I wanted to ask you about this CR, the stopgap measure, so uh, Congress can have a little bit more time next year to decide on these appropriations bills. Good decision by the new Speaker, Mike Johnson? Great decision. It was, frankly, his only decision. It was the best thing that he could do to make sure that the conference itself got a chance to step back, think about what's going to happen when it comes to the appropriation cycle. 
after the first of the year. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. A little election politics because it's less than a year from General Election Day 2024. I know you're like, oh, man, didn't we just have an election? No more. Well, no, it's around the corner. In fact, the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary and other major early primaries are less than two months away. How about that? Well, we'll get a quick update from Michael Watley, the general counsel of the RNC and the chairman of the Republican Party in North Carolina, where Republicans have made some of the biggest strides in any state in the last few years. Michael Watley, right after this. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Welcome back, everybody. All right, before you get the stuffed potato and all the good things you're going to eat tomorrow, just keep this in mind. We're less than a year away from the 2024 elections. It doesn't seem possible. By the way, our primary season is only about two months away. How did that happen? It came on us so quickly. Well, Republicans are making great strides. And as of yesterday, former President Trump led Joe Biden in a head-to-head matchup in many different polls, as many as eight points, I think, one of the polls had him at. Michael Watley is the general counsel for the Republican National Committee and the chairman of the North Carolina Republican Party, where the GOP has made some of the biggest strides in any state in this country. He really is an innovator, and we're lucky on this eve of Thanksgiving to have him joining us right now. Michael, welcome back to the show. Great to have you on. It is great to be on with you, too. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving early. I know there's a lot of people in North Carolina thankful for your leadership. What you've done there is pretty remarkable. We just went through a, uh, an off-year election. There's a little discontent. I would say the party feels like maybe it underperformed a little bit. What's your take? You've had a couple of weeks to absorb it. What do you see as the ups and downs and the messages we should take from uh, two Tuesdays ago? 
Look, I think the biggest thing that we need to do to get ready for 2024, we really have two buckets of issues that we've got to take care of. Number one, we have to get out the vote. And number two, we have to protect the ballot. And the victory programs that we have in place uh, across the country here in North Carolina are really focused on recruiting and training our volunteers and getting them lined up and ready to go. The reason that we were able to win big in 20 and 2022 is because we had the boots on the ground. We were making the phone calls, we were knocking on the doors, and we were having those ultra critical five minute conversations with undecided voters. The other thing that we've gotta be focused on, and we've really been spending a lot of time developing it, not just in North Carolina, but around the country with our battleground states, is building out our election integrity program. Yeah. We have to protect the ballot. You know, I always say that when it comes to election integrity, I wanna make sure that I would rather have a police car parked in front of a storefront window than call one after the after a rocket's thrown through it. And what we need to do is make sure that we have our lawyers and our volunteers lined up every time somebody's casting a vote, every time a vote is being counted, that we are going to be in the room. Yeah, so important. Yeah, absolutely. Sir, I wanted to ask you about the dynamic that has been surrounding these debates. Obviously, the person who is is polling the most has not been there on the stage with these other candidates. And there have been there's been, a, I think, a growing cry for no more debates because it seems that the number one person uh, is, is pretty much settled. Do you think that beyond the I think it's December 6th debate that's happening in, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, do you think that beyond that there will be more or are we going to call it? Sure, we'll wait and see and make a call after this December one. But look, I think the key for, for the Republican National Committee is we want to give every candidate who qualifies the opportunity to get their message out to the American people. Yes, we would absolutely love President Trump to be part of these debates. Uh, I think that it would certainly change the dynamics of the debate tremendously. But, you know, we do have a duty to all of the Republican candidates at this point to qualify for those debates, to let them try and get their message out. And I'll say this, look, if the vote were today, uh, then President Trump is the winner. And that vote is coming up very, very soon. But you also want to make sure that you have an opportunity uh, for everybody to, to be able to get their message out and be heard by the Republican voters. Yeah, so important. I think folks look at North Carolina and they see the inspiration that maybe feels like it's lacking in other places. It's a state that was trending purple blue, had a Democratic governor. Now there's a super majority of Republicans in the legislature and uh, the governor's race is very much in uh, potential crosshairs of Republicans winning. Uh, one of the issues that seems to be a uh, thicket for a lot of people is messaging on abortion. What lessons do we learn from 2022, 2023 about that? Do you think Republicans have a messaging platform that can uh, neutralize some of the things that Democrats have done on the airwaves over the last two elections. Yeah, look, you know, 75% of people in North Carolina and probably a similar uh, number across the country oppose abortion on demand through nine months. And we really need to make sure that people understand that's what we're talking about. The Democratic platform is far more radical than the Republican program. And when the voters understand those differences, they will vote with the Republicans on it. The issue is that a lot of Republicans want to put their head in the sand. They don't want to talk about the issue. And I can assure you the Democrats are going to talk about abortion. They've been talking about it for 40 years. It's the only issue they have to run on. So we need to make sure that we are going to talk about this in a way that doesn't scare voters, that doesn't alienate voters, but lets them know the Democrats are the radicals when it comes to abortion policy. Yeah, so important.
Yeah, and speaking of scaring and alienating voters, um, we are seeing some interesting numbers coming from minority Americans who traditionally, historically, have voted Democrat, particularly Hispanic and black Americans. We have seen them trending towards Republicans and whoever the Republican nominee is, if they just pick up a couple points from either one of those demographics, it is very, very hard for Democrats to win having lost that. So what, what do Republicans need to do wherever they are to court those voters? Well, two things. We need to engage with them. We need to talk to them and we need to continue to talk to them. We can't just show up a couple months before election and say, hey, vote for us. You need to be in those communities. You need to be engaged with them. Secondly, we need to talk about the family first agenda that we as Republicans have. All of those voters, whether they're Hispanic, they're black, they're Asian American, they care about their families. They care about jobs and the economy. They care about safety. They care about schools. The issues that matter most to those voters are the same, whether they're urban voters or suburban voters or, or, or rural voters. Um, and it's just a matter of you've got to get out there, you've got to be engaged, and you have to talk to every single voter. North Carolina, we're 30% Republican, 33% Democrat, 37% unaffiliated. If all we do is talk to ourselves, we will never win another election. But I look at all of those unaffiliated voters as an opportunity. The number of people that are moving into North Carolina, the Hispanics that are moving into North Carolina, we've always had a very strong uh, black bloc that, that vote. And so we need to be talking to them every single day and letting them know that we care about the issues that they care about and we're putting solutions on the table. Damn, absolutely. Mike, I want to ask about Virginia, because I think a lot of people were putting their focus here in the midterm elections. Uh, Glenn Youngkin raised a lot of money, put a lot of effort into early voting, and it seemed like early voting went up. That was a, a win. And then Election Day voting went down, and it seemed like Trump and evangelical voters may not have showed up in the numbers that they normally do. Is there any lessons, that, as you look at it, because you've been in this game a long time, you really understand the dynamics. Any postmortem we should take from Virginia as a learning lesson just to be smarter in 2024? Look, I, I think two things. First off, uh, you know, we actually had a very good day in Virginia. In yeah. Every single district that was Biden plus nine or less, we won. Uh, if we had, in order to win the Senate, we would have had to win a Biden plus 20 and a Biden plus 24 district, which would have been those two deciding votes. So I think that in terms of maximizing what we could turn out, the Republicans did a very good job. But I do think that that abortion issue really matters. And again, yeah. it, it comes down to candidates that are going to be willing to talk about that issue in an intelligent way that's not going to scare off voters. Yeah. That's important. Michael, before we go, I want to press in on the election integrity thing uh, again really quickly, because you serve as the general counsel for the RNC and people might not realize it, but there have been a number of legal victories for the RNC in lawsuits. Can you just talk to us very quickly about the litigation side of what the RNC is doing right now? Yeah, we're currently involved in 70 different lawsuits, and of those, 60-plus are election integrity lawsuits. So we're working very hard to make sure that we have a fair level playing ground in every state. Uh, we want to make sure that it's easy to vote and hard to cheat, uh, and we're going to be very, very aggressive on litigation uh, when it comes to protecting the rights of, of our uh, observers, of making sure that we can have uh, attorneys that are going to be in those rooms. And, you know, particularly when it comes to absentee ballots, we've got to have our protections in place and the Democrats are going to continue to try and chip away at that. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from, well, you know where, Just the News. A big thank you to Marjorie Taylor Greene, to Michael Watley, and of course, 
to Rodney Davis. Three really insightful interviews. We go into the Thanksgiving holiday a little wiser because of their contributions. I hope you have a blessed day tomorrow. We'll have a special tomorrow. We won't leave you high and dry. You'll have a podcast tomorrow. It is the best of my interviews in the last year with major presidential candidates. You're going to hear from Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Governor Doug Burgum over the hour. It's a real fun special compilation of some of the best. A good way If you're taking the doze off, maybe from the turkey coma tomorrow, a good way to listen and hear some policy ideas and just see where Republicans stand coming into this 2024 election. All right. Until then, God bless you. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.